alert. This podcast is intended for adults. It will contain bowel language, among other stuff we do for cheap laughs. Listener discretion is advised. If you're looking for a podcast that's made up of four of the funniest, coolest people ever. <laughs> a podcast that makes you question whether you should have chosen those pants to wear today. A podcast that takes the listener on a verbal journey through the making of Sarah's signature marinara. <laughs> mm, I want to know. Do you use canned tomatoes? You should. Only from the DOP region. Or a podcast that compares <laughs> the strength of different brands of highlighters, which I would actually be interested in. <laughs> then this is not, not the, podcast the podcast for you. For you. I'm Sarah. That's Haley. And today we're bringing you Bill and Dan. Hit it. starting oh okay before we go any further before the drinks are continually consumed to the point where we all regret it tomorrow let's do a little shout out to our sponsors fansets listeners we want you to take a moment as we do each and every episode to thank fansets for being our exclusive sponsor here on the trek geeks podcast network yes whether you collect star trek pins or pins from scooby-doo harry potter Alien, DC Comics, or a bunch of other genres, fan sets it's always hard at work to bring you the very best gold-pressed latinum can buy. And as always, you get to save money each and every week just for being a Trek Rewind listener. Just head over to fansets.com and place a whole bunch of stuff in your cart at checkout. Enter that special discount code you know and love. It's all caps. Rewind. And don't use any weird funky symbols or emojis. It's just not, not going to help. <laughs> and you'll get 10% off your order. And if you're in the U.S., Free shipping if you spend $30 or more. Bill and Dan, do you know of any cool pins that have come out recently? What's going on? Tell us. Well, what pins aren't cool from fansets? Oh, That's a all very good. valid point, uh, right? right. Yeah. Am I right? And they got some awesome pins coming out in Chicago in just a week and a half or so. Some very special Mission Trek uh, or Mission Chicago Trek pins will be available. Three different ones. One of them is the Enterprise D and it's got glitter on it and Chicago Ooh. Skylines. And if they don't sell out, You'll be able to get them at fansets.com. But I I'm think wearing glitter right now. And did I hear correctly that recently a Loxana Troy pin has dropped? Loxana Troy and uh, <sighs> Matt Junior uh, JG Lieutenant JG the the funny little dolphin beluga yeah, whale dude from Lower Decks. Amazing! I don't, even, I don't even know what it is. I, I love it. Whale. But right. I got. But you know what? Hey, look at I got one right here. Huh, look at that. Look at that. Look Nailed at that. it. Uh, All right. Really? always has good pins. Fansets are pins. They have character, and we thank our friends at Fansets for being the exclusive sponsor of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Ba -bum -bum -bum. All right. Very nice. Welcome, Bill and Dan. This is the point now of the podcast where we just do a roundtable, and this is where you have, like, the 45 minutes before anything Star Trek related is even brought up. So tell us, <laughs> how are you? What's going on? What you doing? What you drinking? I, I'm fine. Um, I, I'm, I'm here. I'm... I'm glad to be with the two of you, although I'm I'm really kind of bummed that that bald headed dork is with us. But you know, I, I'm gonna when have did to Patrick room with Stewart join us. I know, <laughs> right? I'm gonna have to spend. Uh, actually, this is, we're traveling to Mission Chicago in just under two weeks. It's the first time that he and I have had to split a hotel room in over two years. It's been Oof. a good 
long two-year run where I haven't had to do that. Um, the bodies have changed in two and a half years. There could be new snoring sounds you haven't heard yet. And- oh, no, he already makes plenty of snoring I sounds. I do make I mean, plenty of those, yes. I literally want to suffocate him in the middle of the night. And the only reason I haven't is because I'm going to wind up being a Dateline NBC episode and I will not get away with but, it. But be honest, snoring's not the the reason you want to do that, Bill. It's just any reason. It's just because you suck. I mean... <laughs> Yes, uh, I do. But I'm doing well. I'm looking forward to Mission Chicago. I'm drinking some uh, some of the Star Trek wines. I have the Federation Special Reserve, which is a red wine Zinfandel, and clearly I've I've not had enough of it yet because I can still say that without slurring my words. <laughs> Amazing! Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm I'm actually looking forward to spending time with my good friend Bill uh, at the uh, fuck Mission you Chicago. are. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just not. I'm not looking forward to it at all. It's going to be hell on earth. Um, I'm drinking a uh, caramel apple martini this evening to start things off. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Yeah, um, very tasty, very sweet. And I'm doing well. I'm doing good. Um, it's. Uh, I'm very excited to be heading out to Chicago. Like Bill said, it's the first time we've actually really done anything uh, in two years, almost three years, two and a half years. Bill, two and a half like since the Picard premiere in LA. Yeah, yeah that's right. Oh. So um, uh, we're really looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. And uh, even though um, I do have to spend every waking and sleeping moment with Bill, it's um, it's something I'm looking forward to. And there's only one bed. I mean, Dan. What? Is, Whoa. Dan, hey, Dan's, wait. Dan likes to cuddle. <laughs> and I'm not into that. I knew not you that. Know. I knew not that. I knew not that. What my Yoda. the hell are you? <laughs> Okay, Haley, how are you? Yeah, well, Sarah, it makes me wonder and worry if also maybe when we have traveled together, especially to STLV, if you've ever wanted to, you know, smother my face with a pillow in the middle of the night. Not a pillow, but... Oh, oh, sign me up. (laughs) I I need more details. (laughs) We're not allowed to travel. Those aren't pillows. (laughs) (laughs) You can't be trusted. (laughs) Wow. Check it out. Oh, (sighs) good idea. It's just how we can afford each other. (laughs) Put on some Star Trek socks and just do feet shows. (laughs) I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I made $2.50, y'all. Vegas is coming. Vegas is coming. Days of Vegas, whatever it is. I don't know. Look out. (laughs) Haley, you're going away too. I'm going away. I'm going to um, Hawaii. So, Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, my Irish Scottish skin is going to really love me for that. (laughs) I'm packing mostly cover ups. Um, (laughs) And yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a fantastic adventure. I'm bringing, I always pack like really shitty rom-com type novels and um, and then, of course, I'm bringing like a couple of Thomas Harris's like Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal, just to like, you know, even it out a little bit. Maybe a self-help book if I want to be crying on the beach. I don't know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> work, work through some shit with those free drinks coming to you. No. Yeah, totally. Free drinks. No, this no is you're not, not all inclusive. <laughs> no, but that's OK. It's the States. Next time. Where, yeah. Like the last time I went to uh, Hawaii. I went to visit my parents who were also vacationing there and I really wanted a Caesar like so bad. Mm-hmm. And so Clamato is very hard to find in the States because folks like Bloody Mary. It's and- gross. Cause it's yeah. disgusting. I need oh, clams. It's clam yeah. juice. Love it. Clams and tomatoes and, and the viscosity of it is just anyway. Mm. 
So good. The whole thing. I'm salivating. And so I go to the grocery store because they have liquor at the grocery stores in the States. Like, what is that? I know. Not they have it at the gas stations. They don't have it you in New Hampshire. Fill up it your depends car on the state. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Hawaii, <laughs> okay. they seem to. Yeah. And so they had a very small thingamajig of Clamato and then the cheapest vodka I could find. I just wanted like one drink, but I had to buy like a two six, which is like. <laughs> 10 bucks. And so anyway, it's going to be, it's basically going to be as cheap as an all-inclusive with the chipping that I would do there. Um, <laughs> with shitty vodka and Clamato. Whoa. I'm sorry, are you calling some Worcestershire? A little horseradish, yes. get some pickled asparagus and pickled beans in there, a little squeeze of lime, oh. put a fucking oh. slider on there, <laughs> a chicken Whoa. thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's like bacon everywhere. <laughs> Mm. Oh man, I should. Yeah, I've seen that in uh, some places. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I, I think I'd rather eat salmon. A roasted oh, turkey. salmon. Oh, I got fresh salmon Ew. in the freezer right now. You don't like salmon? I no. That is the one thing I probably I will refuse to eat. I hate that is salmon. like oh, okay. So okay, yeah, don't well, visit us because if anybody yeah. wants to ever visit me, I'm like I'll give you the full West Coast experience, <laughs> and it'll be salmon. We have candy. We have smoked. We have fresh fillet. We do it. Oh, that's like. That's what we, they're just in the backyard, man. Just swim in there. We just grab them. Yeah, they're crawling all over the lawn. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. We have no idea. You haven't had salmon done right. That's the problem. Uh, I, just say is, is it? Is yeah. there, is is there it? a way that it's done right? No. Wow. <laughs> this is shocking. I can't I'm imagine. Sorry. That's, nope, I'll, no, I'll no, try no. just about anything. I will not eat salmon ever again. Well, in fairness, maybe it's because we're had... used to Atlantic salmon, which sucks. Yeah. yeah. What color is it? Gray. Like pale, pink. pale, pale, like pink. pink with a lot of like. No, it's light. like an orange. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be like That's red. Not right. Like. Yeah, need, Do that again. <laughs> Let me grab one from my freezer right now. Yeah. But admittedly, I don't like most seafood. Uh, and the irony is I, I, I'm a you know native New Englander. So Yeah. Don't you guys have clam chowder over there? Chowder. Oh, clam chowder is awesome. Yep. I don't if like I clam chowder. If I see food, I eat it. <laughs> well, that's true. It's just as long as it's no not one, from the ocean. No one, got, no one liked that. <laughs> My food comes from the land. Yeah. So New England, what would be like your guys' thing? Like, is it a type of... Uh, lobster. Lobster. Oh, I like lobster. Maine lobster. Maine lobster, some, lobster. Some, some, uh, some, uh, deep sea scallops, scallops, yeah. depending on where you are. Um, I, and I do a pretty damn good scallop recipe. I gotta say. So, uh, yeah, that's what I like. I'm not a huge fish person other than like haddock. Okay. Any other, but I like shellfish. So yeah. yeah. Mussels, clams, Steam clams, oysters. mussels, not oysters. Nope. <sighs> so we'll eat oyster a shots. bucket of oysters and I'll sit there. I, I will eat them because I won't eat salmon, but I'm not a fan of them. Prawns? I, I have I'll to be prawn. I have to be mostly inebriated to eat oysters. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. It's really a snack that you would choose if you were oh, I just yeah, I just yeah. blow my nose and swallow that because that's pretty much what a bra oyster is anyway. Kind of the same. Yeah. <laughs> Only for it. I like it. <laughs> and this is what the listeners show up for. This is what Rewind right? is all about. <laughs> I hope we're at the, I hope we're setting the bar appropriately with all this talk. Absolutely. I'm, I'm okay. almost finished this drink. So, you know, if, if we get into talking a little bit about some Star Trek stuff, then we'll be able to take a quick pause for bathroom breaks, refills, and we'll be ah, set bathroom. to go. I just go right here. Star Trek. What's that? Stadium Star Trek. Stadium pal. 
Yeah, Dan needs a stadium pal. He really does. Um, we can't talk about Picard spoilers because Haley hasn't watched past the first episode. I don't have to listen. So, oh, damn no, it. No, that's fine. But I think we can all agree that it's a phenomenal season. And seeing Guinan and Q in that first episode was amazing. amazing. And I can't believe they had sex. Fun. That's amazing. All <laughs> Three of them. Oh, that's yeah. why they don't like each other. Haley, I will I will tell you this. Episode two, which you haven't seen, is one of my favorite Star Trek episodes ever. Really? Yeah. That's, <laughs> Leave that's meeting. I know. <laughs> Save a horse, ride a trek geek. <laughs> Sarah, like, good. Okay. Normally, I don't like that song. Now I love it. <laughs> I feel like there needs to be a version of that for our show as the theme. I mean, <laughs> that might be. That's it. That'd be the theme for Trek Geeks After Dark. Oh my God, that's fantastic. Uh, Trek Geeks After Dark. It's a board game. That was our round Where were we? Okay, there we go. I think we're going to talk a little bit about some Star Trek stuff. We talked about quickly how Haley has not gotten caught up on things, but I've heard some rumors that there's some things that have dropped recently for Strange New Worlds. Has there been a new trailer or something? I haven't seen it yet. There was a today. I wouldn't call it a trailer, but there was a like a minute and a half long Uhura-centric air Ooh. quote trailer. Okay, um, cool. And it was they they showed the Enterprise. They showed Spock with like sideburns down to here, the pointed sideburns. They wow, were like way that. down here. It was really strange. Um, but it was uh, I think she's gonna kill it as a war. I think yeah. there's also okay. a uh I, I think there's one featuring Lon too, Lon Nooney and oh. oh, okay. I haven't seen that one yet. There is, it came out about an hour ago. Oh, okay. okay. I haven't seen it yet. So oh, lots right. of stuff is dropping, and that is slated to start airing on TV when. May fifth, and I Cinco will be busy, Ooh. and I will not be watching. Revenge of the fifth. May no. the fifth be. Oh, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> may the Sith be with you. That could be May fifth, though, right? No. no. Or the Revenge sixth. of the fifth. Okay. Dan, you're going to be at Disney, so nobody cares what you think. <gasps> you're going to be at Disney. Disney yeah. World again. World, Disney world, 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 world. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, we went. Never oh been my god, we try bullshit. We, now that stuff is reopened again, we try <laughs> to go to twice a year at least. So. I've been playing around on Expedia a lot the last little bit because I have a week off coming up and we haven't done anything anywhere, but Mm -hmm. my partner bought a business. So when you are a business owner, having time off can be a little bit more of a tricky situation. So we're just kind of, you know, Vegas STLB is happening. I've been, I've been looking, I almost booked it this morning, last minute, like as an amen, I was like, this might be a really good price. I don't know. Plus I was like, (laughs) kind of not awake yet. So I was like, I'm just going to do it. And then I'll be drinking like right now. I'll probably do it and be like, I'm drunk. I just got the worst deal ever. I'm paying 5,000 a night for circus circus. What an idiot. I'm close to Bally's. Like (laughs) for the clown centric room. uh, Their ceilings are so low. Like, but yeah, anyway, I'm just I'm so itching for say. a vacation. We were looking yeah. at Florida, but Florida is just so it's just so expensive for us to fly that because it's like yeah. the whole way across. Like we're yeah. and of course now end. the war, everything's going up like crazy because so it's crazy. supposed to with the war, which is the fucking stupidest thing I've ever heard. But anyway, yep. <clears throat> yeah. Or what is it good for? Absolutely oh. nothing. Yeah. Say it again. Heartbreaker. Good God, y'all. <laughs> such a good song <laughs> what is that song good for a lot there you <laughs> <it> go. going <laughs> all right well i don't have anything else star trek related because i haven't been following what's going on i know that somebody confirmed that strange or no section 30 
that one is still a thing possibly. possibly don't discount it yet but we're waiting like come on i'm not counting on it I mean, uh, nobody cares well, Bill. <laughs> I, I agree though i agree i i'm i'm concerned my theory is it's not happening and they just they don't want to sack up and tell us that's you know what theories are meant to be disproven i hope they do nice. disprove me quite frankly I, yes. I I would love a series with Michelle Yeoh. I adore Michelle Yeoh. Mm-hmm. I would Shazam. I would watch anything she she Shazam. is in, and in fact have. And but yeah. um, I just the longer it goes on, and they just you know uh-huh. they they keep brushing it under the rug and say, oh yeah, yeah, we're going to get to that. You know, she is so busy right now. I don't know how they're going to engage her. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. everywhere. She's literally. Yeah. Yeah. In, in my fact, she's in a movie one. coming up called Everywhere Everything Everywhere All at Once or something like that. And well, literally, that That's describes her. her career right now. Yep. I know. Well, she's good for awesome. her. Yeah. What about what are your guys' thoughts on bringing back that Kelvin timeline crew? Let's do it. I'm all for it. I think it's fantastic. As yeah. long now, here's the thing. I want them to bring if they, if they're going to do it, they have to do with with all of them. I don't want anybody substituting for any of the people mm-hmm, that we're familiar mm-hmm. with in the Kelvin timeline. I know they're not going to bring back um, uh, Chekhov, which is fine. Um, I would like to see them bring Eric in somehow. Like they did uh, in uh, uh, Eric's Eric's Eric's. Thank you, Eric's. Ever she's like Eric. I'm like, no, yeah, England. Eric is a great Eric. guy. I met him last week at the bar. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see a three armed guy, well, like in the animated series, uh, taking Chekhov's place. But I'm I'm up for it as, as long as they get the script someday soon. Yeah, <laughs> I'd they rather they it. bring Jayla back. Quite frankly, yeah, yes. Jayla would be great. Yeah. Jayla, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm waiting for that movie. That'll <laughs> <laughs> be great. I'm into it. I'm, into I'm it. all for that. I mean, because it's been six years since the last movie. She could be out of the academy by now. Yep, she could be an ensign. She could um, be Section Thirty One. She could be. Uh, <gasps> enough with Section Thirty One already. Screw I, that and your mirror universe. <laughs> do you wow. think that now that they've announced that there's going to be a Starfleet Academy type show? Do you think that we're going to see Tilly in that? Well, do you think I, we're the setting us up for that? I, I think that they want a Starfleet Academy show. I don't know that they've really figured out what it's going to be yet. I think they're mm. kind of soft floating it to see what what people are interested in. I, I don't think like it'll be Tilly. I don't, here's my here's drama. here's my take on it. Um, I would love to see a Starfleet Academy show. However. I don't know if I want to see it a thousand years in the future from what we know of Star Trek and Discovery's timeline, but mm. I also know that a lot of people have problems with retcon series. So it's mm. kind of, you know, one or the other. I, I would have to lean more for me towards a Starfleet Academy in the time that we're familiar with TNG or TOS instead of mm. Discovery a thousand years in the future, which yeah. would be the only way that I would think that they can have Tilly unless they bring her back to the regular time for some reason, which I think which would won't be- happen. Right. <sighs> I'm still waiting for Rikers in space, so whatever. With their dog there wolf. Yep. Wolf. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with how we've been doing things on the last few episodes of Rewind, but we've decided to switch things up and we would write synopses for each other mm. and kind of trip each other up and set each other up for absolute success, trauma. Mm-hmm. We, mm. So we've done that for you it's two gentlemen time. as a welcome to Rewind. Haley supplied uh, Dan with the synopses for the first half of Perfect Mate from TNG season five. And at the 19 minute mark, somewhere where a commercial was meant to be, I took over and uh, wrote a synopsis (laughs) for Bill to read. So Dan, if you're ready and you're able to access the beautiful scripting of Haley, please 
start um, for us. I'm ready. This is like War and Peace I'm reading here. This is awesome. <laughs> oh, gets oh, to listen. As an aside, I'll just uh, <laughs> make myself look like a fucking idiot right now. <laughs> After one of the STLV um, things that we went to, uh, someone asked Michael Dorn on stage what his favorite book is. And he said War and Peace. And then I went and I bought War and Peace. (laughs) Did you read it? No. No, no. no. Because it's this thick. Yeah, I'm not going to read it. That's what she said. Well, and in fairness, Dan in the English language have a really peculiar relationship. It's like they speed dated and the English language decided they should see other people. Yes. It'll be interesting to see how far I can get and how many mistakes I make in the synopsis. So that'll yeah. be the yeah. fun take, part. Take your so time. As I make mistakes, it. Bill can just shut out the number. <clears throat> Give me ready. Captain's log, star date, 45761.3. Because who could forget the star date? The Enterprise is preparing for a reconciliation party to resolve a century-long war between two parties or cultures or something. Party. I didn't screw up. You can't interrupt. No, I was saying party. Yeah. Shut up and, and keep oh, reading. Oh, so you can. All right. Planets. Oh, like okay. To party. You did. Planets. Planets. We like parties. We like to party. Planets. One. So, <laughs> so Picard, Picard is speaking with one of the ambassadors who looks like he was in Buck Rogers of the 25th century at one point. Uh, and Riker reports that a Ferengi has sent out a distress call. On screen, the Ferengi ship is looking a lot like a busted up Toyota Camry with a wooden two by four spoiler in the back. The Enterprise beams up the occupants of the ship and assigns them quarters. Once in their quarters, the two Ferengi are revealed to have plotted to come aboard the ship and theme song. Mm, I think we all know it. It's been a long road. Oh, shut up. Star Trek the Next Generation. There's a great YouTube video out there. This this guy who has created lyrics to the TNG theme song. Uh, And and it's terrible. I'll have to send it to you. It's very bad. It it sounds, yeah. Yeah. And commercial ends. Jordy runs a holodeck program that'll serve as the setting for the reconciliation ceremony. The ambassador who was speaking with Picard explains that the war started with a shared love for an extraordinary woman. Aren't all women extraordinary, Bill? Except Lorena, except Lorena Bobbitt. Uh, and maybe not Mary Bell, one of the youngest murderers in UK history. Bet you didn't know that. I didn't know that, but it's written down. So it's a fact. She's like Jack. eight. She's like eight, eight. years old. Uh, one of the Ferengi interjects himself into the small group as they leave the holodeck, making jokes about trade and generally being annoying, which is what all Ferengi do. Uh, the other Ferengi, meanwhile, is in one of the cargo bays or something and is fiddling with cargo in some sort of energy field that looks like a glowing piece of amber. So it might just be a mosquito uh, with dinosaur DNA in there. We're not really sure what I'm saying. Mind, it is definitely a mosquito with dinosaur <laughs> DNA. See what happens when yeah. he takes his eyes off the coffee. That's amazing. exactly. But you know what? But it was smooth and nobody it knew was. it was a mistake. So no, they do face. Bill. They That's three. Uh, <laughs> so the egg starts to reveal itself as Worf, Picard, Riker, a security team and the ambassador enter to intervene. And inside it isn't a mosquito at all, but probably one of the hottest women, women to ever grace the entire series. Uh, the men are captivated and she speaks. I am for you, Dan. Sorry. I mean, Dan. No, hold on. Hold on. (laughs) I mean, 
I am for you, I'll wreck a vault. I mean, damn. <laughs> and I wake up. Turns out she was awoken early as a gift for Al Reca Vault, which is the weirdest title ever. Uh, the ambassador tries to explain that it isn't human sex trafficking, but he's really bad at trying to explain that. Picard and Riker are super pissed about it. Kamala, that's the girl's name. She says to chill out. She's an empath and a metamorph who can identify what a man wants and then becomes that. She's awaiting the man who she is promised to as a gift. Riker takes a binder from the shelf and holds it in front of him because, <laughs> because, and Picard is thinking of a cold shower. Indeed. After, indeed. Very cold, a very cold shower. It turns it's out cold. that she was awoken early. Um, as I, as I read the paragraph uh, that I just read, actually, that's but four. after they, that's four after they just, I see I was scrolling. I had my mouse wheel going, going and I scrolled too far. Excuses. <laughs> Right. After they determine that she's not being trafficked and that Kamala is there of her own free will, Riker throws his hands up to escort her to her quarters. The binder crashes to the floor and everyone sees what they don't want to see unless you're Sarah and then you really want to see it. Um, Upon entering her quarters, Riker explains how to use different things before being face smashed with Kamala. (laughs) Somewhere on the ship, Troy (laughs) throws a teacup at a wall. Uh, It's getting hot in here, I think. Riker tries to resist, stepping back, getting the hell out of there, and running to the holodeck. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, nudge. nudge. Mm. Now, this this was a great scene. Over breakfast, Beverly is already pissed. It's breakfast because she senses the threat to her hold over Jean-Luc. She does make some good points, though. On the surface, it seems Kamala was born and bred to be a gift to men and eventually one man in particular picard says that the prime directive means nothing if they were to intervene crusher adds that kamala is being confined to her quarters by the ambassador and picard's like oh well shit so he goes to visit kamala kalamata kamasutra and and she actually confirms that she's being held against her wishes because she'll be a distraction he tells her to stop being sexy, and she's like, I can't. Jeez, dude, come on. Picard's like, well, what about what, what What do you want? And she's like, well, who cares? And he's like, well, I want to learn more about you. And she's like, uh, I'm amazing. What else do you need to know? And he's like, oh, I got to get out of here, but I'm also, I, I got to get you out of here. And, and after he leaves, Kamala does a very sly and sexy smile. What are you up to, Bill? Ooh. Now, Dan, I have to ask you a question before I continue with my part of the, uh, the recap. Mm. Who does the best cold read on the network? Usually, That's, I don't screw up when it's a cold read. No, no, no. Who? No, but who you among do. Us, you do the you. I undoubtedly you. do the best cold read of anything on the network. I will not live up to that tonight. I'm here to tell you. I'm oh. actually quite proud of myself. I got to say, I should have been well falling all over myself. Thank the you. Last my paragraph was pretty it. money. I'm not going to lie. It was and that's, that's because you actually read the words. I don't even know how to read. So I'm, I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> Captain's log star date four, five, seven, six, six point one. I mean, how could you forget that damn star date? That is just money. The captain is visiting with the futures version of jazz legend, Lionel Hampton, imploring him to see reason that Gene Gray deserves to run amok on his ship, luring men like a siren <laughs> in the seas. It's too dangerous, but Picard is going to do what Picard is going to do. He sets data up with Kamala because he's dead inside and won't fall prey to her saucy pheromones. Dan, that's the first time I've ever described pheromones as saucy. Well, on 
record it anyway. That's true. The two make their way to 10 forward for what appears to be a sausage party, also known as every woman's bloody nightmare. I just want to sit here with my mojito, sing along to some share and play Kino. No cat calls, please. Data stands by and watches as Kamala eases herself into what could potentially be a future true crime podcast. If you ask me, the men wish to drink with her and try to confuse data into leaving her unchaperoned, but he catches on quickly. It's got to be those positronic gears running in his brain. Mr. Wolf steps in and Kamala reacts to him much like how Haley and Sarah reacted to Michael Dorn upon first meeting him at an awkward photo op at STLV circa 2007, when both didn't know what to do with their hairstyles. Hmm. Can't wait to see those photos. No. Cue the growls. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> Growl for me, Worf. Growl for me. Kamala makes a deal with Picard. I'll stay in my room if you come visit me. And he automatically takes it to Pleasure Town. And she's like, um, just a visit, dude. You don't need to make love to me. But when she takes it to 11 by diving into archaeology, which in the world of Picard is just the ultimate pillow talk. Now we visit the space goblins, AKA the Ferengi, my favorite alien species in all of science fiction. That's a fun bill fact right there. They're trying to bribe the ambassador and it results in a WWE moment. And they're sent away as the ambassador recovers. Again, that ambassador who looks like Dr. Hewer from Buck Rogers in the 25th century. <laughs> Howdy, Buck. <laughs> now we're at Vibraphone Lessons 101, and Picard is a natural. Also natural, the makeup on Kamala. What is that lipstick color called? And that's color with a U, because that's yeah. not how I would spell it. <laughs> I got to know. I mean, Sarah has to know, because yeah. there's a U in the middle, and it's Canadian. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Allure. Allure. But color spelling has honor. Honor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we get a glimpse into Kamala's childhood, which sounds horrid taken from home at four and raised to learn all instruments, constant tutors and no personal space, all to be an ambassador to peace barf. And there he is the man who will have the hand and the heart of Kamala. I'm getting a snotty vibe, but his hair is on point. He makes mention that he doesn't really give two craps about Kamala. Clearly this guy is just a terrorist. Kamala wants the captain to stay. She loves the sound of his voice. Maybe she could just listen to some old captain's logs or data could come to his voice impression, but no Picard stays with firm rules and the lights stay on and check Picard being the gentleman Lisa <laughs> leaves after the bald head rubbing. And now we see him having breakfast with Beverly. What a consolation prize there. He wants to talk to her as a friend not as a captain and even teases Beverly by commenting that he'd like to take his uniform off. Oh, captain, you brat. He blathers on and on to Dr. Crusher, who, if she was smart, has had some bourbon in that coffee because not now data classic data interrupts the moment when Kamala drops the bomb, she's bonded to Picard. Hello. And she will remain that way forever. He escorts her into the crystal Barbie gown to meet her man in a very unbreathable looking fabric to marry. I absolutely would have stated that the kiss was less than stellar and Picard stood there looking like a man in line in a public bathroom, trying not to show that he's got issues ready to burst. Maybe he needs a stadium pal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
This episode brought to you by a new sponsor for Rewind. The ambassador questions how Picard managed to hold it together, and he simply pushes him onto the transporter pad with a word. (laughs) I got to say, I would read your synopsis every week. Those were awesome. You guys did them so well. You did like, them so well. Immediately, I'm like, Sarah, we need to actually like read these for an audience, not just ourselves, like super fast and like inside jokes. Like I was listening with, like, I wanted to know what was happening next, even though I have the script up in front of me. Yeah. Even though you've well, seen the episode about 40 times. Done. Yeah. Well, Nailed it. This is it. Just like Picard did with Kamala. Hey, oh, nailed it. Oh, Oh man, what an Ouch. episode! Um, Bill, what what do you, what are your thoughts on this episode? What are your just general takeaways? You know, I first saw this episode at a Star Trek convention thirty years ago. It came out thirty years ago, uh, next month in April, and oh, wow. uh, I was at a Trek convention in Denver. And they said, "Hey, does anyone want to see this week's TNG episode?" And this was the night before it aired on television. And I'm like, "I do." Yes, and please. the whole audience was there. There were great laugh lines in this episode. Um, th- there's great Star Trek in this episode. This is one I really enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. And plus, I mean, you got Famke Jansen. I mean, in one of her first real roles on television. I mean, hello. <laughs> What's not to love about this episode? Rawr. 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 Dan, what about you? What do you have to say about this episode? I I love this episode. Um, Famke is, and, and like we said in, in the synopsis, Famke is one of the hottest women to ever be on the Enterprise or in Star Trek. Um, but I do have to say that that record will fall uh, if either you, Sarah, or Haley end up ever getting cast on Star Trek. Um, I really uh, think oh, that will be yeah. the case. So, Dan, you realize you run the network that they're on. You don't have to kiss their ass. Oh. Yeah, I do. Because they're better than I am. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But, um, you know, I got to say, and I don't want to give any spoilers away, Haley, but you've seen episode one of Picard. Yeah. I really feel for Picard in this episode, especially after what we're seeing with him dealing with in Picard season two. Um, so it's it, watching this just yesterday with my wife. I'm like, oh, my God, seeing what's going on in Picard season two and seeing this episode really brings mm-hmm. the feels for the guy. He so wants this woman, but he just won't do anything. And and. Riker had some serious chub going. Um, and and for the first time, we really didn't know how Riker could handle that. No mm-hmm. pun intended. Um, and that might be a first. Riker's I'll a reckon- rock star in this episode. I, right, yeah, that's what she said. Heart. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I got to say that <laughs> I'll wreck a vault or vault or whatever the Oof. hell he is. He's the creepiest creeper to ever creep. That guy is just gross. I can't stand him. It's um, like getting promised to George Costanza. I don't, I, you know what? I think that would be like the wedding. That would be like Luke and Laura from general hospital uh, compared to this guy. But (laughs) anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, But I will. And my final note of what I feel about this episode, it's always nice to see Rom, even when he's not Rom. Yeah, Yeah. it really is. Yeah. Yeah. Max. Haley. Oh yeah. So um, when um, Kamala came on screen, I had to Google her because I was like, where do I know you from? And then I recognized her immediately. She was Jean Grey in X-Men. Yes. Um, and and she was in Goldeneye. Yes. Oh. yes. Xenia on and the top. Hansel and Greta yeah. on the top. Like she is my like thigh. Um, like, you know how she tri- she killed that guy with her thighs? Yes. yes. In Goldeneye. Yes. I yeah, remember so that. that imprinted on me at a young age. I think I was 13 when I saw that. And I was like, that's who I want to be. <laughs> that's who I want to be. I didn't 
look like this. Um, I remember the first time I got shot out of a cannon. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I just, I thought the episode was awesome. It was sexy. It was daring. It had human trafficking. It had Riker (laughs) looking all flustered. Um, I would watch this weekly. It's just everything about it was was great. And so, um, I mean, classic season five, we're going to be a little better than the previous season. Uh-huh. Uh, but I really enjoyed it a lot. Maybe too much. <laughs> I love this episode also. I loved it since I was a kid. I always, when I was young, I loved the Worf growling moment between the two of them because you never <laughs> see Worf break. And when you do, you're just like, oh. That's kind of funny. That's kind of cute. And he's like, it's kind of hot. The teeth. Teeth implants (laughs) fall out. I'd like to see the blooper reel from that scene, possibly. Um, There's light humor throughout it, which helps hide the whole sex trafficking vibe it kind of gives off. Yeah, sort of. Well, at least Picard did repeatedly ask her if she was consenting. But, like, if it's a matter of war and peace, is there really consent? I mean, very 90s. This is a very 90s problem. What, what are you um, doing asking tough questions on Rewind? I mean, let's. Well, you know, but <laughs> let me let me segue that into just not being serious and saying Ulrich of Vault gave me a real sweat into the oldies vibe. He had yeah. a Richard Simmons thing going on. <laughs> And it was it was what it was. I mean, he did. We, yeah, he oh, he, he really just, did. He was a bit of a douche. Weasel. He was gross. He was just he was gross. gross. He didn't care. He was just like, yeah. I want, I want. He, it was like he deserved it. He expected her, and yeah. and, and he wasn't even impressed. I'm like, are you? No. Do you have eyes? Is he Do dead you? inside? I, yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask a question. With with Alric of Vault and 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 Kamala, is this the first time we really saw what ended up being trill spots? Yes. Yeah, I think it I was is. thinking too. Yeah. 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 That's all I had. I'm, I'm done. Uh, allegedly, Famke Jansen was offered the role of Dax and turned it down. Really? Oh, I can um, see that. I could totally see her being offered it anyway. I didn't know and, she was turned down. And I'm so glad she turned down because we got Terry Farrell and Terry is a national True. treasure. And Absolutely. Yeah, like um, second hottest. If it was Famke, maybe they wouldn't have killed Jadzia. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that, Haley. I saw that. Um, I'm going to write it later. Maybe Famke could have played Jadzia's sister. That would have been, I, I'd be all nice. For that. that would have been yep. cool. Yeah. Hi, buddy. Yeah. Frank. Um, okay. I think we've got our thoughts. Let's move on over to the fun, fun. If you're not having fun now, we're moving into the fun zone because here we go with some would you rathers. I got a couple of would you rathers. Right, I'm threat. ready. I'm ready. Okay. Would you rather? Be raised to bond with someone like Kamala, or be wed to someone who wasn't bonded to you. Okay, can I stop? Can I stop you for a second? When I read that real no. fast, I said it. I thought it said be raised to bone with. <laughs> Don't see. Lie, this you. is what it's like. I to know what you wanted to this see. Is, this is why. <laughs> I couldn't wait to join Rewind so you could just. Uh, I Michael Scott for myself the whole hour. Uh, that's funny. No. Anyway. Okay. Okay. So, would you rather be raised to bond, like basically be a Kamala, or would you want to bond with someone who didn't marry someone who didn't want to bond with you? Wow. I think I'd rather, I think I'd rather be raised to bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, you're like dead inside by that point, right? Well, like, you yeah. know what? Like, you're, you're raised, you're bred, yeah. you have no other thoughts, and you would just hopefully yeah. never be yeah. intervened upon. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. I probably only choose the latter if I was like a total psychopath who didn't care about the fact that this, like this person was, I, all I care about is trade agreements. Like maybe that like, like Dan. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't Dan. care about trade agreements. I, I would prove it. Okay. Wow. Here's the next one. Then. This was a fun, this was a funner one. And this one's way funner. We're fun. Would you rather drink with the miners in 10 forward or talk archeology span with Picard or have a growling contest with Worf? Bill. Wow, this is tough. I feel like Worf would be a little bit of a bitch and and want to growl uh, and always be the best growler because Worf wants to be the best at everything because he's more Klingon than Klingon. Yeah. Talking archaeology with Picard sounds kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, because Picard's not going to put a move on me, quite frankly. So I would drink Anybody with... would put a move on you, Bill. Oh, shut up. You're going to Chicago with me. I don't want to hear it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I would drink with the miners in 10 forward because they seem like a fun bunch. Yeah. Fubu. <laughs> for us by us i would do that i would choose the same as you bill but i want data to be there as a chaperone just in case because if yeah. you drink too much it's just smart to be smart you gotta yeah. have a friend ready to get you home mm. dan doesn't have that Girl, care he just like he bring on all the miners at once that's the way no he actually i wouldn't choose the miners because there's far too much latex going on with those gentlemen um so <laughs> I, I, I would actually, I, I would actually choose i think i would actually choose the archaeology with picard but only if the lights could be off. Oh. <laughs> Who's Hello. saying that? What shape are Boom. you talking about? No hand talkers allowed. <laughs> bring on, bring on the Carla Nascos. <laughs> only hands. Only hands instead only of only hands. hands. Um, <laughs> only if the tea is Earl Grey cold. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was going to make like a cold shower, Earl Grey Oof. cold shower. Is this just uh, the finish cool round? Room? Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> I know I already, I already had to remove one layer. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, you know what? I would do the growling contest and I would totally trip up Worf with like jokes and laughter and sort of like I would just knock him off his guard and then I would win and I would walk away and I'd be like, mm, you tried. Totally. I get all the prune juice. <laughs> I, get, laughed, I get the prune juice. If he laughed, would it be a, a throaty laugh that we saw in like the beginning of Best of Both Worlds or would it be just like a like a little snicker? No, he wouldn't oh. laugh. He doesn't know oh. how. Oh, he doesn't um, laugh well. No, I would laugh. And he would just continue growling until the entire universe imploded. <laughs> and then, and that's how the Big Bang happened. I see you've given this some thought. <laughs> Amazing. All right, here's the last one. Would you rather be living in the future aboard the Enterprise? Or would you rather be an X-Men? Bill. Oh boy. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say I'd rather be living in the future aboard the enterprise because um, the X-Men, they, they do a lot of, they do a lot of stuff. I just don't want to do school training. No, no, no. I'm, I'm good. I just put me in the kitchen on the enterprise. I'll be fine. Mm. Haley. Yeah. I also want to be in the kitchen. That sounds fun. Um, (laughs) But not if Neelix is there. No. Uh, that would be a different uh, ship. But anyway, um, no, I, I kind of agree with you. I feel like the X-Men universe, people are still, you know, like, meh, you're mutants and we don't like you. X-Men. It's all very um, oppressive. So I'm going uh, future. Damn. Hello? Um, <laughs> this thing on speaking, Hello? Speaking of x-men i did Sorry, find it kind of funnier. funny i did kind of fu- i found it kind of funny that 
Famke referred to him herself as a mutant in this episode mm. of Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Throw um, foreshadowing. I, I, I foreshadowing indeed. Yeah, I would definitely choose Future Aboard the Enterprise. X-Men, everybody hates the X-Men because they're mutants. Yeah. And most of them are bad, except the guy that was a senator who they turned into a mutant and then he exploded in a big bag of water. But that's getting ahead of myself. Um, so I would take the Enterprise. Yes. Anyway, Sarah? Sarah? I'd probably choose to be the X-Men that can that can Leave jump meeting. to the future to go to the Enterprise. So there you go. Oh, I'm booking outside the box. Oh, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> no, I mean the Enterprise is like who wouldn't want to be aboard the Enterprise? It doesn't matter if you're if you're working in the kitchens, working in Ten Forward, or working as the engineer hanging out with Jordy all the time. But I think the X-Men, the only thing that would be enjoyable is if you were one of the ones that didn't look like an X-Men. You're like, I get to be invisible. I can be sneaky and, and have a normal life. Like, that would be dope. Who wouldn't you want that? You just don't want to be yeah. Gambit. Like, one yeah, second. Like Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Like, Bam. Fucking cards and shit. Yeah. Wolverine sneak. Uh, what about Rebecca Romay, though? I mean, Mystique's got a pretty uh, I would sweet be Rebecca gig. Romain. That'd be, Yeah. See, and now I feel Would you dirty. rather be Rebecca Romay or Famke Jensen? Oh, God. Like, I feel dirty for, for digging Mystique now if Dan wants to be Mystique because that's just gross to me now. No, no, I hadn't. Oh, I don't want to be Mystique. I want to just like be next be to with Mystique her. Like, okay. all day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Forever. Okay. This took a turn. Okay. <laughs> okay. So moving on. Originally, Bill and Dan had said when you guys did your season five, see it or skip it. You both said that this was a see it. Do you still agree with that? Um, I'll go first, Bill, if that's all right. I grant the permission. Okay. Um, I think this is a see it even more than I did before, based on what I said earlier, based on what we've seen in Picard season two. Mm -hmm. This has much more meaning now than it did before. So this is like a see it of all see it's for me. All right. All right, Bill. I, I have to agree. This is it's still absolutely a see it. If for no other reason than the very end scene where Picard looks like he's holding back the biggest secret, like the cat who ate the canary. Yep. Like, uh, how were you able to resist? And he's like, get the hell off my ship. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. Like mm, transport. Mm, get out. Yeah. Oh, Bye. because let's be honest. He totally got with her. Do you think I, so? I Oh, that's been a debate I've been having with myself. I absolutely do. I don't. We're like, what? No, no way. No, Uh, I don't think he would have. No, oh, I think he he absolutely would have. I don't know, man. I don't. I I gotta say no. Like I know. I think he was so crushed to hear that she bonded with him and was gonna spend the rest of her life loving him and never be able to love him. That he, even if right then she said, take me now, I am all yours because of how he felt with that bombshell, he wouldn't have done it. He's not getting it from Beverly. He's not. I would have done it in like a microsecond and a half, but that's just me. Riker didn't, you know, didn't make that away team. So he's thinking, okay, I'm in the clear. Yeah. Riker went to the holodeck and we all know why it's because the filters needed cleaning. Wink, wink. (laughs) Yeah. Nudge, nudge. Why is there Bark- carpet in here? Yeah, the Barkley tape was needed, to be, needed <laughs> yeah. to be re. Yeah, the lower no, decker. watched that job. So I you think he? I wouldn't want to be the lower decker did. who had to clean the holodeck after Riker was there, or Barkley. Yeah, either way. Good Jackson I, Pollock painting. Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Picard. Uh, uh, it, wow. In my head canon, I think Picard totally got with her, even though the lights were on, because it's like you know what. 
she she's irresistible. She's That's the thing, right? Simply yeah. irresistible. Okay. I say see it. I mean, this is a great episode. She's flawless in it. The humor is light and enjoyable. It's a great episode. Haley, you say see it. I know you do. I know you well enough. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Fast facts. Do we want to do a couple of quick trivias? Fast facts. Bill brought this up briefly, and we can confirm this was Famke Jensen's acting debut. That's amazing. She's so good in this episode, too. She's so good. so amazing. And that even makes it amazing that she made the mutant comment. Right? No kidding. Yeah. I wonder if that was in the script or not. Right. Well, maybe she had My already acting known debut would be the equivalent to waving, like in the office commercial. That would be oh, yeah. my acting debut if I was lucky. <laughs> I know, right? The well, waving. Considering this the was paper. a good eight years before X Men was in production. Wow, yeah. I have oh, to think God. that it's just a great happenstance. And here's yeah. a fun fact: I just took my dog for a walk at the castle that was used for filming the X Men movies. It's like this a block where we live. Really? Yeah. yeah. Boom. Also seen in Deadpool. And also seen in right. the show Arrow and White Good Chicks, show. the greatest comedy movie of all time, oh, by the way. Never Wings. seen it. White oh. Chicks opened the same weekend as Star Trek Nemesis, I believe. And White Chicks is probably <laughs> which better. One's better. White Chicks White actually Chicks. White Chicks. outperformed it at the box office. Ah, why am I not surprised? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have our own thoughts about Nemesis. Uh, um, all right, Haley. Uh, here's a little trivia for you. At uh, seven minutes thirty-two seconds, shortly after Kamala has awoken in the cargo bay, Jordy is tasked with distracting the Ferengi. He asks them if he has seen the dolphins yet. This is one of the only canon references to the dolphins in Cetacean Aquatics Lab on Deck Thirteen, shown in the Enterprise D blueprints. Uh wow. I wow. am thinking back to my poster of the cross cut of the Enterprise, and it was the Enterprise D. Yep. I don't remember no damn air- aquarium. And it was on the other they- side. On the other side. <laughs> what a dick. That's why they called it five forward, because it was in half. That's it. But a boom. It's actually in the it's, really? it's in the technical manual. Um, I've got that on my shelf. I can't go there right now. Yeah, I've always you can see intended them in my to closet. Be there. <laughs> but, but that's why it comes back in lower decks is because that reference is buried in the tech manual. No, nope. Sarah, thanks for putting this one on me. I Thank actually right brought this now. up before, and it's kind of cool. Max Gredenchik would later play Rom in Star Trek Deep Space Nine uh, in 1993. Uh, uh, I got to say, a far less devious Ferengi than the one he plays here. And got, uh, ladies and gentlemen here on the panel, I would like to know who played the other Ferengi because as this, I was watching this the other night, all I could think of was Aaron Eisenberg. And I know it wasn't, but his voice just kept calling out to me that it was him. I know it wasn't, but who's got internet movie database ready. I do. I'm pulling it up. Feels, you feels good that, at that. You think that Dan would have just, I don't know, looked it up. But... I wanted to make conversation uh, for the podcast. You dink. <laughs> Wow. See, I can't say this on Trek Geek, so I love you, ladies. I think the more interesting <laughs> thing here is that the woman who plays the transporter chief in this episode shows up in Star Trek Picard as, yes. as Admiral Whitley. Spoiler alert, Haley hasn't seen it yet. Oh, she won't care. Oh, wait a minute. That's that was episode one. It was episode one, so never mind. <laughs> it's it's a casting thing. It's not a spoiler. Yes. Come on. Oh, uh, they're all spoilers according to the internet. Shut up. <laughs> but yes, it was already C. Mom, she already Dad, saw that. stop fighting. Where are we? <laughs> Um, 
I I don't think that guy's even listed in the MJ. Okay, that's so, fine. Michael Snyder, I think. Um, uh, I will say Clooney. that Max Gredenchik, his teeth, there was one one tooth that was sticking out mm-hmm. that he had really bad gums right there where that tooth was sticking I saw out. That. It, was, it was very distracting. Shut I wanted to face. floss it. Gingivitis is real. Bill's face. Yes, it is real. I floss and, every day. Yes, he did not have a Frankie tooth sharpener. You know, an alternate ending was considered during production where Picard put a stop to the wedding right in the middle of the ceremony, but it was all in Picard's imagination. And Rick Berman, that would have been horrible. Rick Dallas moment. There was only two goofs on Internet Database for this episode. It was highly disappointing. I was shocked and upset and upset. Here we go. Near to the end. They're so bad, Haley. You're going to hate them. Okay. Near to the end of the scene, when Picard is talking to Dr. Crusher about Kamala, Dr. Crusher has no cup or saucer in her hands when the camera is facing her and she touches her face. When the angle changes, she has him in her left hand as he reaches out to touch her right hand. Okay, when Picard meets the ambassador from Vault, the star field in the window slowly moves in shots focusing on the captain, but it's not in shots focusing on the ambassador. Are they on a ship or not? They're not. Are they All I think of when I hear Ulrich of vault is the Olympics and pole vaulting. All I think is a big safe. A vault. Oh, isn't that weird how our brains go to such different things? How did no. I get here with you people? This is brains. <laughs> brains and brains. What is brains? Brain and brain. What is brain? <laughs> this is it. If this wow. is it. Guys, what a treat. <laughs> I want to watch Perfect Mate again now. Like the way we just kind of. Wait till you get the uh, unedited X-rated version of the perfect mate where we can see Bill's Picard scene. Um, You know, so I'm looking at your schedule. I see that you're doing move along home in May. Is that correct? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, boy. I love well, that episode. We're, we're expanding the universe of, of Rewind. This show has been on the air now for almost it's been two years. 17 years. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like that. It feels like that. A long a lot. Road. <laughs> so we're gonna expand to the Trek universe, and instead of doing the Skippets classic, we've we've hit the Skippets that we were offended by. Is what I'm trying to say. Like I remember <laughs> listening before I knew you like guys. And I listened episode? to your podcast, and this you would talk assholes. about how you hated Rascals and <laughs> and all these movie episodes. I was like, these are the best Garbage. ones. This was the plot, but I now we're like. Uh, now we're like, well, I don't want to watch crappy episodes. We're just, we're going to, we're going to quit. The podcast will die. So I'm like, <laughs> let's pick some of our favorites from the different series and expand the whole thing. So we'll, we'll throw in a Picard, we'll throw in a lower deck, and then I'm going to throw in Move Along Home because I love that episode. I love that episode. So much. It was it's so like, good, it's so. like the TOS, ver- it's like Spock's brain. Which is yeah. one of the ones that yeah. I love, yeah. and yeah. I've always loved, and a lot of people hate. I did not like Move Along Home until Bill talked to me about watching it again when we did see it or skip it. Now I love it. Hundred percent. Haley has not watched any Deep Space Nine. She does not want to watch Deep no. Space Nine. So I think no. this is the great way to just kind of for, for, force her into it. Like it's going to be I fun. Know. Have a couple of drinks, watch I've it. Seen we'll have a laugh. Everything else except for the newest episodes of Picard. Sorry, um, but you know watch Deep she doesn't watch Lower Decks or Prodigy either. Haley, why do you hate Freedom? <laughs> can, can we come back for move along home oh yeah oh, God. you guys can come back i'm really in for that don't even show up 
Carol's going to do everything she can to avoid watching. I'm going to come over to your place and we're going to watch Move Along Home together. We're going to have a big Caesar salad with shrimp, bottle of box of wine. We're going to do it. We're going to watch a bottle of box of wine. Caesar salad with shrimp. I expect some ribeyes. You know, and and I can and make some, some steaks too. Yeah, I expect steaks. I have a barbecue, a big fries, Costco size and boom chicka pop. Bananas totally. Foster for dessert. Oh my god, totally! Come on yeah, now, I'll, we'll fly out to freaking wherever the hell you. No, are. we won't. Yeah, yeah maybe no, some margaritas. <laughs> Small <laughs> island above Seattle. Can't wait to always we'll pick you up at the airport. <laughs> yeah, I'll have the salmon ready. They're okay. not letting us. They're not letting us into a foreign country. <laughs> I'm going to bring you candied salmon when I see you in STL. And I am going you, to throw it oh, at you. No, you will love it. It is oh, so good. If you're bringing me candied salmon in five. Vegas, I'm going to question all my life choices. I just like oh. that we just all went silent there. Just to let you <laughs> I'm so offended. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so oh. I thought everybody all right, froze. So we're going to close it out now because I Turns really out. have to pee and I have tacos waiting for me. So tacos. Taco Tuesday. Okay, that's it for rewind. We did it. <laughs> okay. Next time. Okay, bye. <laughs> next, Everyone, next, bye. Time when we, next time we come back, Haley and I are going to talk about one or maybe two of the movies. We 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 know we want to talk Nemesis, but I know we want to talk First Contact. So why do you yeah. want to talk Nemesis? Closing. Um, it's awesome, <laughs> it's awesome and it likes to party. There and are maybe we'll talk about white chicks too. Yeah, it's yeah. Tom Hardy. Oh, Tom Hardy's great, uh, but yeah. Nemesis sucks. Sounds well, doesn't I mean, if you're a huge fan of Data, maybe it does. But if you want to see him get pulled into the Theon Greyjoy, I can't remember the radiation <laughs> thing in a jig. Theon this Greyjoy. is the best episode radiation. of Trek Geek Podcast ever. Do, 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 Let's be honest, or what the other folks are doing, the other folks on the Trek Geeks podcast network, please consider supporting us on Patreon. As a subscriber, you can get access to the unedited recordings of episodes. Hello, as well as nope, as well as exclusive content and great subscriber rewards, like our annual supporters pins from fan sets and our exclusive Trek Geeks podcast network t-shirts, among other things. We would like to take a moment to recognize the following amazing folks who helped make this all possible. Bill and Dan, thank you. Thank you for being here. Who? Thank you for putting up with us. Thanks for yeah. not canceling us like so months ago. We also just like flip it around and just He's say the, Dan and Bill. You are the cream no, in our no, coffee, Bill and Dan. That's the way it goes. Oh, You're going Bill alphabetical? Bill and Dan. It's okay. Dylan Ban. There we Dylan go. Dylan Ban. I like that. Let's give a That's thanks fun. to the Patreon subscribers for just believing in us Absolutely. and throwing money Thank our you. way. Absolutely. What were you guys thinking? This is amazing. We'll take it. Keep it going. Like, love <laughs> yep. it. Thanks to Five Your Mission, because without you, we would not have a great musical segue for all those awkward moments where we're saying, hit it, and there you are ready to hit it. Every <laughs> they time. are fartastic. Oh, shut your face, Dan. Thank you to Fansets. (laughs) Thank you for busting through this COVID, busting out awesome pins. We love you. We can't wait to see you. I can't wait to see you in Vegas. I'm so ready. And thanks to everyone listening. Just (laughs) if you're still here after this, (laughs) thank you. Cheers. All right. We'd love to know what you thought about this episode. If you want to have Bill and Dan back, or if you want to have other people join me and Haley, just let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. John Delancey. Oh, we're oh, oh, hey, we're ready you. for it. 
You're going to hate it. We're going to love it. At Trek Rewind, <laughs> let us know what you think on Twitter. Until next time, I'm going to quote Picard from this episode. I should go. And you have an appointment tomorrow morning early. Mm-hmm.